Hello everyone and welcome again to another episode of Papa's Tackle Box. We're very grateful that you're joining us uh, on whatever platform that you get your podcast needs from. Thanks to everyone who's been following us and keeping up with everything that we're doing on Facebook, Instagram, uh, or even our website, LegacyCC.org. Also, a huge shout out to those who have given to the podcast through our website under the Give Now tab. Now, I know you all are waiting to hear what Papa's going to pull out of his tackle box today. So without wasting any more time, you are listening to Papa's Tackle Box. And here's Papa. Hey, welcome everybody. Thanks for joining again on uh, Papa's Tackle Box. And uh, we've been talking about God and uh, can we know him and uh, what can we learn from scripture about him. So today we want to talk about that that he is immutable. Now, the Bible only reveals certain information about God, and this does not help us with our finite minds and human intelligence to truly grasp the enormity and expansiveness of God. So how can we explain him or define him when by his very nature, he is beyond definition. So we use terms that we've learned from the Scripture that describe who he is. And so the word immutable simply means God is not subject to change, nor can he be changed. Uh, God is not the subject to change. Uh, no increase or decrease. And what God is is continuous forever. In Malachi chapter 3, verse 6, the God affirms, and this is what the Word says, I, the Lord, do not change. Psalms 102, verse 24 through 27 said, I say, O my God, do not take me away in the midst of my days. Your years are throughout all generations. Of old you founded the earth, and the heavens are the work of your hands. Even they will perish, but you endure, and all of them will wear out like a garment. Like clothing, you will change them, and they will be changed. But you are the same, and your years will not come to an end. Isaiah 57 verse 15 says that God inhabits eternity. Uh, other words, he created time. We've talked about this in the past, but it comes up again. He and he created time and is therefore outside of time, a dimension by which he is not constrained. He created time. So, if anything changes, it must do and it must do so in a chronological order, uh, because there has to be a point of time before and a point of time after. And so all of this is in constraints of time. So change is measured over time. Something used to be one way is and now is another. Since God is outside of time, he cannot change or be changed. And so when we talk about that time, something used to be one way and now is another, we're living in that change right now because we're still... Uh, having to do certain things we used to not do because things have changed because of the coronavirus. 
And uh, so we've changed because things have changed, and so it's measured in a period of time, and we're hoping that soon life will come back to some normalcy that we've been used to. Um, Also, change also constitutes something qualitative or quantitative. A thing either gets better or something that needed is lost. It gets worse. It has more. It has less. But God is perfect. He's complete. Nothing for him to gain. And if he was to lose anything, he would cease to be God. So uh, information is often with what we uh, or what would prompt change. But God knows everything. Yet Scripture states that God relents, changes his mind. So we find in Genesis chapter 6 that God grieved that he had made man, so he chose to destroy them all except Noah and his family. But he was grieved or he relented. And then we find also that Jonah preached to Nineveh. God repented of what he was going to do uh, because the city and the city was spared. Now, he did not change his mind. He simply had compassion. So he adapted his actions to the changing of human situations. Therefore, when Jonah preached to Nineveh, Nineveh repented. And so God was able to use another part of his being. And he did not change his mind. He simply changed his actions or adapted his actions to human situations. We also find in Exodus 32, chapter, chapter 32, verse 14, Israel worshipped a golden calf, and God told Moses that people deserve to be destroyed. And Moses prayed, sought the Lord's mercy. Now, the Bible said the Lord relented. Now, if God knows everything, he already knew it in advance what was going to happen, and he already knew in advance what was going to take place, and he also knew in advance he would offer mercy. He did not change his mind. He revealed what he had already decided when Moses had prayed. So when we talk about uh, he's immutable, God is changeless in his person. You know, we change. All you've got to do is look at yourself in the mirror every day. People change. Um, our clothes change. Um, I remember growing up in the hippie days, and and we wore lots of uh, a tie dye and uh, paisleys and different things. And uh, some of those clothes are coming back in. And seasons change. Uh, not here in Florida, but boy, if you're in the north, you really can. And and out west, you can see that seasons change. Time changes. Uh, we go from early in the morning to the evening, and then it's in the middle of the night, and then and it's, 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 so times change. Uh, uh, we go from, uh, from one season to, to the next, and then we go through time, and then we go through decades. Uh, boy, if you look at the hairdos, if you get online and look at the hairdos from the 40s and the 50s, and now look at them today, shoes. My goodness, uh, shoes have changed. But here's what we know about God. God has not changed. He does not change because he is immutable. So he is not subject to change, and he's not going to change. Um, Second thing that we know about him being that he is not changeless is his purpose. 
it is a consistent. Uh, uh, so he, when he says, I know the plans that I have for you, uh, those plans, they're not going to change. They're consistent. He is consistent. Uh, he, the, the plans that are his purpose is incapable of change. So when, and how do we know that? Well, when he said to Noah that he promised that he would never flood the whole world again, uh, what did he give us? A rainbow to uh, as a covenant to Noah. We still get to see that today, that, that God, whatever his purpose is, it will not change. We also know that his character will not change. He does not change in his essence. He changes his methods on our willingness to adjust and he reacts to our adjustments, uh, uh, which uh, frees him to relate uh, another part of his character to us. And so his character doesn't change, but but it's when we are willing to adjust and we react to his adjustment, and then he reacts to our adjustments. Now, why is this so important that, um, that we talk about that God is um, immutable? Uh, I, th- I think it gives us some, some good reasons why. Uh, the first one is we can be sure of who God is. When God makes a promise, they are true and they'll be consistent. And so whatever we find in the Scripture when we read about God being faithful, we can be sure of who He is because He changes not. And so we understand that, and so we do know that 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 helps us in our walk with him, that we can be sure that he is who he is. And number two, we can be sure that God loves us. First Chronicles 16, 34 says it's never ending. So we can be sure because he changes not that just because uh, uh, he, his love for us is unconditional and it's never going to change where we live in a society where things change so rapidly and things are changing constantly every day. I don't know if I'm supposed to wear a mask here. I'm, do I wear a mask there? Do I have to have it on in this town or that town? And and so things kind of sometimes get blurred and we're not sure exactly what to do, but we can be sure that God loves us. And thirdly, we can be sure that God will sustain us in hard hard times uh, because God is uh, that we can be sure of who he is, then then we know that he loves us. We knows that we know that he will sustain us in hard times. So if you're going through any situations right now that seem to be out of control and you don't know how to handle them, you don't know what you're going to do. You can stand assured that God has not changed, and if he brought you through one storm, he's able to bring you through another storm. And number four, we can be sure of God's plan for our lives. Lives. Uh, he has a plan, and he is faithful to help us through that plan. We could say it's a destiny, and, and the Bible talks about that, that good work that he has started us, that he is faithful to complete uh, the workmanship that he has started in our lives. So we, we can know in this rapid changing culture that we're living in that God is consistent, he's dependable, and faithful to help us when we ask. That's all it takes. And we can trust him to preserve us. 
He's not going to suddenly stop loving us or stop uh, being just in a world where there's only constant change. He is not going to change, and we can stand on that. So the good news today is uh, we, we have a hope. When life's most difficult trials hit hard, this mysterious plan that, that we don't quite understand everything, this, this mysterious plan of our personal and loving God will not waver because God is immutable and he's unchangeable, even though everything around us just changing, but God is not changing. God will not change because it's his character. And so I hope today that as we've talked about that he is immutable, that that maybe sometimes it's hard for us to understand everything about God, but he's immutable. He does not change. And uh, so today, I just want you to know that that's the good news, that God is a good God and that he will not change and his love for you will not waver because it's immutable, unchangeable, even though everything around us is changing. Isn't it wonderful to know that God is still the same? The Bible said in the New Testament about Jesus that he's the same yesterday, today, and he'll be that way tomorrow. So uh, I hope that that's helped you a little bit today in your walk with the Lord, that, uh, and that you'll hang on. And uh, I see it's about time for me to reel it in. So I want to say to you today, just keep fishing. Hey, thanks everyone for listening to Papa's Tackle Box. Make sure that you stay up to date with everything we're doing by following our Facebook page at Legacy Community Church. Go ahead and follow us on Instagram at LegacyChurchFL. And don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, Legacy Community Church. You can also keep up to date with everything we're doing at our website, LegacyCC.org. And if this podcast has blessed you in any way, you can also give through our website under the Give Now tab. Thanks for listening.